Orale! What's up, homies? Welcome to the Chino and Homeboy Podcast. It's our 69th episode, and we're gonna talk about the colored people's business. So if you're easily offended, turn this shit off right now. And if you keep on listening, and you end up getting butthurt about it because we threw some sand up in your vagina, well then, fuck your feelings. On with the show. All right, we are in business. In business. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> Orale, what's up, homies? So, um, did y'all go to uh, Delete Laws, that YouTube channel? No. Okay, so so I went I went to go see who Chile De Castro was, because uh, earlier in the week, Hate Jones introduced us to uh, a video about uh, a motherfucker who goes by Chile de Castro and right. some, you know, some white savior bullshit that he was on. And uh, I had to go and see what kind of YouTube videos this motherfucker was making so that I, well, I, well, I, know, I know what I know what his angle was, you know. Well, let's 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 add some context. I think in the last show or show before last, uh, yeah. I mentioned uh about not trusting white people right <laughs> too much um and how selective racism can be yeah and this right. motherfucker is a walking example of it right yeah okay now now i don't know i don't know if chile de castro is you know what I could say, I don't think he's racist per se, right? However, I can say that he did say some racist shit while he had his own dick in his mouth and he was sucking himself off. You know, uh, I saw what the jolly good, what is it, the jolly good ginger said yes. about him and his white savior complex. And I don't disagree. I don't disagree. This motherfucker did have a white savior complex because, you know, it's it's blatant. I don't know if he's blatantly racist, but I know it is blatantly racist to say, you know, something like I'm leaving the black community because, you know, there aren't any black leaders. And I'm like, man, how are you going to tell someone you're leaving a community that you're not actually a part of? Part of right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like. Look at, these, I I, uh, look at these ungrateful Negroes. What I think he was trying to say is I'm going to stop helping the black community because y'all right. motherfuckers don't appreciate the hard work that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Which, yeah. Which, which his attitude is inherently racist. So on that side of the debate, I'm going to call for racism. Um, right. Because he has limiting beliefs about black people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that that's true. His 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 um 
that and what, that that is true. Yes. And secondary, he he wants to be in control of how black people operate themselves. <laughs> yes. Like that that's the thing. He wants to be the captain of black people. And, right. and because we're not listening to him and we're calling bullshit on him. Yeah. Um he's mad and angry. And now he's yeah. going to throw a sissy fit. So he might be a liberal in other senses of the word, but he's no different than the bitch in the park who called the police on the dude who was telling her stop choking her dog. Right, right. So, um, oh man, I had it in my head. Uh, oh, he's not liberal at all. I mean, he's liberal in the same way that libertarians are liberal. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I went, I went to Delete Laws, right, which is a channel that he is a part of. And uh, one of their big projects is trying to overturn Terry versus Ohio. Right now, it's these white lawyers and these white people, right, that run the channel. Right now, Terry versus Ohio is the law that the Supreme Court ruled on uh, saying that it is within the police it is in, it's within the right of police authorities to, you know, stop you for whatever fucking reason they deem necessary, right? Which is the whole, you know, walking up to walking up to someone and saying like, "Hey, I'm putting you under arrest." And I'm like, and they're like, "For what? On suspicion of this or that." And they're like, "What's your evidence? You fit the description." Like, what you mean right. I fit the description, <clears throat> right? And it could mm-hmm. be like, you know, the description, uh, tall uh, human being. that with a penis (laughs) (laughs) that's a very nebulous description yeah well you look suspicious like what do you mean i look suspicious uh you look like a person (laughs) you know what i mean you know so uh, so i think i think that they're libertarians right now i don't disagree with their cause but the way they're going about it using the black community as their leverage to try and overturn a law that they disagree with right i think i think that's just exploitive right now you could say that's racist right and i won't disagree with you (laughs) (laughs) you know even though they think that their motivations aren't racist but it's just that it is racist they just don't know that they're being that they're being racist right Um, because they could they could just say no well, they could just as easily overturn Terry versus Ohio using a white person and probably carry more success. Well, I'm, I'm wondering um, if their scheme is just YouTube. It or, might be. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, um, I was listening to something else uh, this weekend, and um, some people had, had uh, basically trolled a celebrity. Um, and created like a, a what was that? Um, what was that audio hangout um, app shit called? Um, that was popular during when we were all locked down, where it's like a big audio group chat shit. Dude, you you're doing no exactly idea. what you're doing exactly what the police do. It's like, what you mean? I fit the description. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking you a question of what the name of this shit is. I'm not arresting it. I'm just asking. For the name. <laughs> Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I I never heard of Clubhouse. So, I'm today years old when I found out about Clubhouse. Man, nigga, you old. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Club Clubhouse. Well, I, well, I am. I am eighty-eight. <laughs> so, so Clubhouse uh, is an app that's basically audio group chatting. So okay. you can create a room similar to what we have going on here, right? And you can allow other people to listen to it and let certain people join the conversation, right? Right. So what has happened is a lot of hip hoppers have been pushing this. It was supposed to be a means for tech moguls and, and whatnots to kind of get together and share and swap ideas with one another and shit like that and kind of connect during pandemic. Right. And somehow they suck hip hoppers in and has like a billion dollar evaluation or did. Um, yeah. Once the doors open back up, I don't know if it, if, excuse me, if it still had that. But yeah. a lot of hip hoppers have hopped on and start holding rooms. So somebody held a room talking about some particular female um, singer, like yeah. just shit, shitting on her or whatever, right? Right. And um, some rapper hopped in like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, why would you? Oh, no, you know, what? actually, they were talking about um, comedians who weren't funny and they were targeting, um, what's her face? Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh. And, and so okay. everybody was in there. So another comedian... Um, hopped on and I was listening to his interview and he's yeah. like yeah I hopped in that group and I start you know running on these motherfuckers especially the person who start the room like why would you come in here and bash somebody who ain't did anything negative who who's helping other comedians out da 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 it was like well really we just want to get her attention because we want her to help out with this other project so it was like Man. it was all a it that's was, not the right way to do it it was all hey. a troll to grab her attention to then say hey we have this charitable thing over here that we would really love your help with and that's why we start this room man you know? see this is this is the problem with the red pill that i got where they think where they make it they're letting motherfuckers think that like if you read if you like fucking neg somebody that's just the way to get their fucking attention no yeah no bad humans bad humans very <laughs> Very bad. Fuck the red pill. <laughs> now, I said it. Fuck so, red pill. So, so what happened in this uh, in this audio chat thing? Well, well, well. Um, he he just read them the riot act, but I'm saying they were looking for views, so they created this particular topic because they knew it would get views. And yeah. so there's this whole community of auditors for law enforcement who are all white people. Yeah. who either review um, body cam footage constantly yeah. and try to talk to you about the legalities of things. Yeah. Or there are actual group of people who go out and do shit like record at facilities that might not want to be recorded, but yeah. they right. have a constitutional right to do so. And they wait until the police come and then they argue with the police and sometimes they get arrested and, and they go through this whole rigmarole. Yeah. With, mm -hmm. So, and, and even that group is kind of fishy to a degree because I'm like, a lot of them, like, you're creating these fictitious uh, interactions, right? Where you could just be like directly supporting Black Lives Matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah. can just go to go to the hood and record motherfuckers uh, getting pulled over. Right. Uh, but you don't do that. You create these these non threatening situations and. Um, and just argue with the cops and waste waste their time. Now, here here's my question. You know, so I was I was watching that. What was his name? Jolly Green Ginger. Yeah. Um, and 
shout out to you, Jolly Green, I yeah. mean, Jolly, <laughs> Jolly Good Ginger. You yeah, know, you, you do, you do, you're doing the Lord's work. Well, you're a true well, ally. He, he, he's a good example of of what an ally is, right? Yeah, right. But he's now, also he's also probably generating a career out of it. Also, <laughs> you know, now, hey, you know what? You know what though? It's I. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, <laughs> until he starts sounding stupid. Yeah, I gotta well, let him roll. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio is also, you know, a very underrated uh, white ally of the of the colored community. You know, so continue, right. continue, Chino. Interrupt. <clears throat> well, all right. So, like I said, I was watching this guy's, you know, uh, videos uh, talking about this Chile De Castro guy and uh, screenshots of, you know, of the, the interaction between Talib and this Chile De Castro guy you know, was shown. And in it, it said, uh, you know, he's at a rally to protest the death of, you know, a young white and black kid, um, you know, and, and he was talking about how this Chile de Castro guy was uh, weaponizing um, his presence at this rally, right? Now, my question is, <clears throat> this whole thing, you know, like uh, that one website that you mentioned, what was it? Uh, something Laws? Oh, the YouTube laws. channel. It's a YouTube yeah. channel called Delete Laws. All right. So Delete Laws. How much, like, how much of this, uh, you know, um, this, how, how much of their motivation is in, in, in overturning or getting rid of Terry versus Ohio? How much is that is because it's also happening to white people? Yeah, you know, exactly. Like how, how much of, you know, how, how, how big... Of a, motiva- of a motivating factor is the fact that it's now happening in white people as well. Um, you know, how, yeah, how, how heavy is that in, in regards to their decision to, hey, let's overturn this shit. Right. You know I mean? All right. So check it out, man. Look, I'm going to put the closed captions on because I don't know if the sound works. Hold up. Let me share my, let me, hold up. I, I can hear you. Right. Oh, well, you need I the mean, video? Yeah, you guys can hear the video, but sometimes, uh, but sometimes it doesn't. Uh, or I haven't, I haven't seen it. Um, uh, what you call it? it? Work. Record the sound on, over Zoom. But uh, how the hell do I share my fucking screen? Um, how the hell do I do? There is a green, a green circle. On oh, the there it is. I see it. I see it. Share, share screen. screen. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go share share that shit all right so here he is all right uh this is the video right here i put the closed captions on audience so if this if you're not hearing the sound y'all motherfuckers better know how to read pop brothers of law yeah see this is too much of a show these these are characters (laughs) right (laughs) like this is isn't an advertisement for, for this show is it it, it is, is it's it. a it's a it's an advertisement that's like 55 minutes long son oh boy yeah so they're yeah they're these are clowns <laughs> now watch this bullshit hold up watch this shit watch this shit they want to be youtube famous is that sean Aston? No. 
<laughs> I thought it was Sean. He, look, he looks like Boris Johnson. Oh, he does, huh? With better hair. Slightly better hair. Are they saying Jeff fucking Lloyd? Yeah, they are. Yeah, this is funny because I, I just had a conversation with my mother um, about um, people on the internet. And mm -hmm. I was like, all this shit's fake. You don't know what's real. What's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, none of it. Right. And she, she, she follows uh, a particular lady who uh, basically just talks to her mom and, and do some different shit, but then she sells this... Hold this up. Tea. Are we are we done watching this? Are we talking about your moms and what she does? We no, done I'm, this? I'm, no, I'm talking about the fabrication of things. Right. Can can we watch the video though? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't hear nothing. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's the problem. That's why you gotta read this shit. Yeah, you know about me and Reed, nigga. <laughs> like I said, man, y'all motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny that without reading it, I can tell that they're full of shit. Well, yeah, right? So I, I've seen enough. <laughs> see. You've seen enough? All right. How the fuck How the fuck do I stop sharing this shit now? Um, uh, oh, there, there it is. Stop, share. A, there it is. A... <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. See, you can't hear the audio. I don't understand how you can't. I, I can't make the audio work on the fucking, on the fucking Zoom shit. So, mm. you know, fuck Zoom. Fuck, fuck. You know what? Fuck Skype, too, because I couldn't get the sound to work on Skype either. So fuck both of them. I think on Skype we could hear it, but the audience couldn't. You know, here yeah. nobody can. Yeah, right. I don't understand how that fucking shit works. Do I have to like switch? Do I have to switch the the audio? Is that what it is? It it might maybe. be maybe, but I, I've never I never had to share video with audio on um either one of them before. So, huh? I'm totally see. um. Oh man, this would require me to fucking do some shit, huh? Let's see, what if I did the it was it uh select microphone? Nope, still can't hear a damn thing. It, sh it should say system audio. Cause that that'll be the sound from from the actual computer. There he goes. Yep. We have sound. All right, delete laws, man. I love it. You're going to get rid of all these dumb, stupid laws with delete laws. All right, what is it? What's the law? There's a law here in California, SB 6969, which makes it illegal for women to serve in the state of California. Illegal? Illegal. That is a dumb law. Post it right now. I just posted it. It's on Delete Laws website. Go upvote it. Do it. The show's starting. We gotta go. Terry era. Crazy. Enjoy the show. Loving Delete Laws. Dumb laws are out of here. Delete Laws, baby. See <laughs> My name is Jeff fucking Lloyd, and I'm not changing how I say it. Say it again, Jack. My name's Jeff fucking Lloyd, and I'm not changing how I say it. I'm white, I'm rich, I'm a Republican, and I'm an alcoholic. What is the purpose of saying I'm white? Isn't that going to piss people off? 
Jeff Floyd is my motherfucking ally. Jeff fucking Lloyd. Jeff fucking Lloyd. Jeff fucking Lloyd is my... That's my motherfucking ally. That one rich ass Republican. Jeff fucking Lloyd. Jeff fucking Lloyd. Jeff fucking Lloyd. Jeff fucking Lloyd is my nigga. Jeff fucking Lloyd is my hero. Jeff fucking Lloyd is a maniacal maniac. But he wants to overturn Terry V. Ohio. Jeff fucking Lloyd! Jeff fucking Lloyd! Is his name Jeff fucking Lloyd? be in the land of the free, home of the brave, instead of the incarceration nation. Jeff fucking Lloyd! Fuck the incarceration nation, motherfucker. That was cringy. Terry Stock, and you're gonna learn it. Or get the fuck out of here. Oh, God. Why are we looking at you, homeboy? Can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's right. Who did you see there at the end? Our friend Chile De Castro. <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's who he's working for. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's who he's working for. That's that the was... video that I was telling you. That's that's delete laws, right? You know, that's cringy and, as fuck. Yeah. And I'm telling you that shit. That's just that's just some libertarian bullshit where they're using people of color to try and push their own agenda. Right. Yeah. I find this I find a, I find that disingenuous. Stuff. I find it disingenuous, even though they have a just cause that they're working toward. It's still very disingenuous, especially after what Chile de Castro said. Right. You know? Oh yeah. I mean they they're very disingenuous. Um, I think it's personally all for show. Yeah, it probably would be. You know what I'm saying? Like get some YouTube dollars in there. I'm a lawyer, maybe it'll bring me some uh some new clientele. But telling me that you're rich and Republican doesn't um bold Help your cause. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not in my book. It's like, oh, you're a rich Republican. Uh, yeah, I'm not hiring you as my lawyer. So, oh, man. A- aside from aside from uh, um, being blatantly, well, may- maybe not blatantly, but you know, being white savior, you know, for the black community. Uh, what else does Chile De Castro do? I think he's a cop. Yeah, uh, yeah. I found a picture uh, off of Talib's page that had him um, as a cop. Oh. Uh. Which, which all, all this other shit with them also leads into like my, um, what I was talking about before about uh, soft, um, uh, soft conservatism, you know, like lead ins, like, cause right. this, this is how they, they sound like, oh, I'm a cop and I'm kind of liberal, but then I'm, but I'm a Republican. And, and like that's stage one. And then the next thing you know, you'll get fed some other people who are a little bit more deeper and more direct. And, you know, it keeps going. <laughs> All right, this this so, is like a gateway drug to conserve uh, being a conservative. <laughs> right. Like check. All right. So check this out. Check this out. Oh, fucking. Sh- 
Okay, okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Change it, changing my mic again. All right. Right. Your leadership sucks. It's zero. You don't have any leadership in the black community. I hope you're ready because I'm about to drag this dude. In case you don't know who that is, that's Chili De Castro. I did a video exposing him yesterday, which was reported and brought down, but you can still see it on Talib Kweli's page. Basically, he's been pretending for months that he's an ally, but there's been problematic behavior along the way. There's been red flags. And then the other day, he let the racism flow. You can go watch the other video. So yesterday, he put up this very long YouTube video trying to explain his position. And man, it was an expose in white saviorism and internalized racism. Let's get into it. When you call someone a racist, racist is the new N-word. You know who says that? Racist. That's how he says Then he goes into how he, the white guy, has been searching for a black leader. It's very bizarre. Watch this. What I've been doing is looking for a black leader. You heard right. The white savior is out looking for a black leader that he can empower. During this little rant about why the black community needs him to find a leader for them, he goes on a rant about everything the black community is doing is dumb. Watch this. You don't just take power because you want it. You don't march down the street and say, no justice, no peace, no racist police. And the cops are going to line up and go, you know what? I'm a racist. I'm out of here. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And that was his right cross to the entire Black Lives Matter movement. It's giving me all Lives Matter vibes. Well, let's get back to his rant about Black leadership and how you need him to find a leader for the Black community. Throughout the history of time, Black people never got a seat at the table in leadership. Nobody offered them one. I reached out to Black people for leadership, and that's what I was doing when I reached out to a rapper. Can you, can you pause your for just a second. These are 2000s. <clears throat> now, out of all the political organizations that exist within the Black community, he calls up a rapper. Right. Right. An entertainer, not somebody who's actually in politics, not someone who actually has, you know, somebody from the NAACP or, or any right. other organization. Someone who has actual He club. calls up a rapper. Yeah. Right. Somebody who, who runs for office, somebody who who's gotten laws passed before, somebody who's in Congress or anything mm -hmm. else. You know, people that we've actually elected to some form of leadership. He calls in a slightly popular rapper. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. no no disrespect, but you know, he, he's not top popular. You know, he, he's an underground um Talib Kweli is an underground rapper who does political shit sometimes. But, um, you know, like, like <clears throat> that's dumb on him. Like, he didn't call up Farrakhan. Could have went and talked to him. Right. Yeah. Is he Louis Farrakhan still alive? Yes, he is. Huh? He could have he dug up Jesse Jackson. Yeah, could have called Jesse Jackson. Al Sharpton. Uh -huh. Could have talked to, talk to Al Sharpton. Oprah. Um <laughs> Right there. She's more of a leader of the white community. Um, oh, I right. <laughs> more specifically, the white woman community. Exactly. Um, so what you're telling me is he could have called Obama. Oprah's we white. all voted him in. You know what I'm saying? You know, so like people who 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 would actually have um some kind of pull with, with black people across the whole nation. Mm -hmm. He talked to a rapper that most motherfuckers don't even know exists. Call Jay-Z. No, don't call a fucking rapper. They're entertainers. 
called the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah right. Wu Tang Clan got ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> if that, you got beef, then bring the ruckus, son. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Shall we continue, or should we? Yeah, yeah. Should I just go, okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Right. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Give me a second. Forgot about this. Forgot. <laughs> to be honest with you, once you called me a racist, like me calling you the N-word, that's the same thing. They're the same. You became an adversary. Three things. First of all, he thinks he stumbled upon this novel idea that black people have never had a seat at the table. This has been an ongoing conversation for a long time. He thinks he discovered it. A white guy discovering something that already existed. Where I heard that before. Number two, he's reached out to black leaders. That's why I reached out to a rapper. Racial tropes much. Number three, the N-word and calling me a racist is the same thing, except I won't say that word. Ah. But let's get back to him searching for a black leader as the white savior. I have reached out to so many black leaders. Or, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm misstepping. And, and this is the second part of this part. I've reached out to so many popular black people, not leaders. If any of the black influencers actually want to step up here and actually show the text messages and emails and phone calls I've given to you saying you're the leader of this because you need a voice at the table and I'm willing to block for you. How many influencers are willing to show the screenshots of me texting you saying, lead us queen, lead us king. He's reached out to black influencers to find a leader. He said, lead us queen, lead us king. And then he goes into a rant. Well, I'll just let you listen to it. You are not a king or a queen just because you say you are. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's a bullshit thing to say. I still say it because I want to fit into the culture, even though I don't. I know more information than you do. Yep, you heard that correct. Oh my God. Part of the culture. And please understand that the culture is a racial dog whistle for black people. And he's not part of the culture because he's smarter. In fact, here's another clip where he implies that black people don't know anything. Watch this. Because if a black person isn't sitting at the table, it'll be another Rutherford B. Hayes moment. I know that you don't know what that means. And then what does he say? Wow. Journey to recruit a black leader? Well, let's hear it. And what I've determined is that we're not the same. Our team is a game changer. You are a social influencer. So what I've learned along the way is that we're not the same. And look what happens when you do step up. I just tried to recruit a black leader and look at what's happened in my life. There you have it. White saviorism 101. We are not the same. Our team, you guys, I'm smarter. You don't know anything. You don't have any leadership. I mean, he hits every racial trope in the book, the culture. There was some people in my comment section saying that I was dividing allies when I called him out. No, I've been doing this for a really long time. I can smell a racist from a mile away. Now, let me say something directly to him. You keep jumping in my comment section talking about I'm going to sue you. I've already told you to serve the papers. So shit or get the fuck off the pot. Your leadership sucks. It's zero. You don't have any leadership in the black community. I hope you're ready because I'm about to drag this dude. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. So Sorry about that. That repeated. No, yeah, ain't no problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. yeah, but that, that that's the whole problem. 
You know what I'm saying? It's just like you, you're <clears throat> you're a charlatan, you're a racist, you're a cop. Um, why why you want to decide to to uh, well? I wonder if he's a former cop or is he currently a cop? Um, but he's probably only wanting to overturn the Terry stop thing because he's no longer a police officer and he's been hired to work with these motherfuckers. Can, 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 I, can I show the audience the poetic justice, though? Go for it. All right. I mean, you just got you just got to see, like, the change in the change in voice and tone. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Right. Just just no, no, he switched up a lot. Like, where where are you? You don't have the right to do that because you're black. I love black people. I have tons of black friends. I, 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 but by the way, all my black friends right now are making videos. Do you know that? Every black friend I have is making a video saying I'm friends with Chile. I've known him for this many years. I've had to do it because I don't want people to brand me racist. And now I asked them if I was racist and they said, yes, they said I was racist. Does anybody here think I'm racist? If you think I'm racist, you should unfriend me and we shouldn't talk anymore. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm really confused here. He said all of his black friends are making videos in support of him. And right. then turns around and says they also said he is racist. Yeah, that's right. right. I'm totally confused. <laughs> well, you know, white saviors can be. Because, <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, either, why would they make why would they make a video saying that you're not racist or in support of you in some capacity, but then in private tell you, yes, you are racist? Yeah, yeah. So, so he, like you said, hey Jones, he's either a cop or a former cop, right? Yes. Which kind of explains how, uh, Jamie, given this one other Jamie, video. Can we, can we find that out, Jamie? I'm, I'm going to ask Jamie. <clears throat> I mean, I got that Jamie's picture. Look That's all up. I got. All I got is that well, picture. Well, what I was trying to say was, uh, I saw this on, this one other video that you shared in the wardroom, or uh, the war room, not the wardroom, <laughs> the war room, uh, where um, he was trying to dox this dude. You know what I mean? And oh, so, like, Talib, like, Talib, yeah. And and it was like uh, he was saying, um, or I, I guess he he found where the where the wife lives, you know. Or he found addresses and fucking phone numbers and shit. So I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? And now that he's a cop or a former cop who may have may still have his connections, you know, that kind of explains yeah. how is he able. To I, can, I can find that shit out for fifteen dollars. I mean, there's that too, but you know, like I guess I wasn't approaching it from the, from the position of I'm not willing to spend this much money or any money for that matter, you know, on some internet beef. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want just, no beef. You don't want no beef. You don't want yeah. no beef. Hell no. Hell no. I like fish, <laughs> which is why I eat pussy. <laughs> is that gonna get me canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> oh man. All right, yeah. so hold up. Check this out, man. Chile de Castro. All right. So I found him on hoobilu.com. All right. It's got his name. It's got his it's this it's this white dude. And it says Chile de Castro is our vice president of marketing. 
Mr. DeCastro has 10 years experience in the social media markets, and he embraces and employs the power of that tool in building teams and collaborators across a variety of industries, including marketing, production, and sales. Mr. DeCastro's abilities to network and utilize social influencers are key assets to Hoobaloo Venture Corporation's organic marketing strategy. Mr. DeCastro resides in West Hollywood and enjoys social activism, volunteering, and writing. Hmm. That's what it says. In fact, you know what? Let me let me just look it up here. Uh, and I'll show the odd. I'll dox Chile De Castro right now. <laughs> <laughs> and is that his government name? I believe it is. Man. We, yeah. I think I it might be so. his government name. Yeah. Constitutional law expert on a uh, clubhousedb.com. It says that he's a writer, producer, constitutional law expert, uh, technologist, coded, and how are you a constitutional law expert without being a fucking lawyer? Hold up, he's on. He's on. He's on what? Uh, Clubhousedatabase.com. Oh, I thought he was on. I I thought it was uh, IMDb. Sorry. I mean, he does. He does have an IMDb. profile i guess oh all right so for, here we uh, go writer producer <laughs> there he is that's that motherfucker right there right there that's him that's him stick that up his nose right there that's him look at that look at that yeah i wouldn't trust him just from from the way he spells his first name <laughs> he's not even he's not even a real police officer ain't that some shit and he's got that police <laughs> officer fucking suit on and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he's a complete fraud yep that's all all he is is a marketer all he is is a marketer like if look if chile de castro was any kind of marketer worth his fuck worth the fucking money let me tell you what he should have done he should have told black lives matter like hey listen uh you should put you should add a, a two at the end of uh, black lives matter that's what you need to do so that people understand, we're not saying that Black lives matter more than white lives or any other lives. We're trying to tell you that Black lives matter too. <laughs> That's it. That's it. BLM's going to fucking uh, uh, scoop you up, homeboy. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get canceled. I'm a Republican. They should. I should be scooped up. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean, no. What I mean by that is they're going to fucking make you their VP of marketing. Oh, I mean, shit, they need me. <laughs> I also, 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 uh, what? Were you, uh, I, I, continue, continue. I don't know, man. Like, my microphone is doing some weird shit ever since I fucking shared it. <laughs> 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 ever since I shared screens, all of a sudden, I feel like it's not using my fucking headphone mics. <laughs> right. Well, but, uh, uh, if, if we had proper equipment or at least, you know, additional equipment, we wouldn't have this issue. So we need sponsors, listeners. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Check out our merch at uh, yeah. chinoandhomeboy.myshopify.com. That's right. Uh, a few a few other collections have been added on there. That's right. So and, check it out. If, and if you motherfuckers help us get to 100 subscribers, guess what? We will give everybody a 20% discount. Here you go. You heard him. 
That's right. I said it. I said it. <laughs> Back to this shit, though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> mm. What I wanted to point out was how you see how this shit goes, right? You see how this shit, like this whole white saviorism bullshit goes. I wanted to talk about how, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle, essentially, when he did his fucking thing, it's essentially like uh, what Dave's trying to point out is the LGBTQ community has the luxury of selling out, right? Mm -hmm. You know, without any danger of their community, of any, any, any dangerous repercussions to the community, right? Whereas right. the black community, you're pretty much anyone of color. If they sold out, there would be dangerous repercussions because of it. Well, let let me let me retort, my friend. Um, they're not selling out. They have access to white power. Well, that's true. <laughs> so they're, they're isn't not, that them not, selling out though? They're not they're, no they're selling out. They're not selling people. out. They would they would have to sell out the gays because that's gotcha. who they that's how they label themselves, right? Right. They're using their community moves with such um speed and power is because they have access to white power when but hold on we're talking about lgbtq or yeah. black people okay LGBTQ. I, th that's you, where the confusion comes when you from. look at when you look at uh who the leadership is who started it it was white gay folks gotcha i thought you were powerful, talking about black powerful black people white gay folks with money yeah right no i, no, I thought you were talking about black black people who no. sell out no, no, not no. yet. No, no. We'll get to that. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. So, so that you know, they have the money and access to how the system works. Their family members, you know, even if they're not rich personally, they have access to riches through family members who may support them. Um, Daddy Warbucks, yeah. You know, um, and so so that's the difference between the communities. Um, one has access to to riches and white power and one doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so um, you're able to make way. Like if you look at um, Dick Cheney, his daughter's right. gay. Trans, uh -huh. I think, as a matter of fact. She's trans? I think she's trans. Like oh, Jamie, cool. Jamie, you look that up? Jamie? Anyway, continue. But, but through her dad, she has access to the Oval Office. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, through her dad, she's gotten money and gotten education. No, nah, she's started, just gay. She's just gay. She's not trans. Sorry, if I, sorry, people. Sorry, sorry, white people. Generated a career <laughs> her own, and now has white power and money of her own that she lends access to her community. You know what I'm saying? So, right. um, that's that's the thing. And then I saw an interesting video. Um, I, I, I meant to share, but I think I was over capacity. Uh, but there's a sister who who's in Portland, and she was like, one of the things I hate is that I get sexually harassed by white gay men in Portland when I'm going out with my homegirls. So, you know, they come through, they grab her. Like, she actually had it on video where, like, they came through, grabbed her ass and everything else, and, uh, and then kept going. And I was like, at first I was thinking that she was saying that men, you know, heterosexual men were harassing her while showing this gay guy doing something and being like, well, that's okay. And I was like, how is that not harassment? Because he's touching you without permission anyway. But yeah. uh, with further listening, I realized like, oh, no, she's saying that the gay motherfuckers down there are racist as shit because they'll call them bitches 
um, touch them, touch their hair. And then when they say, hey, chill the fuck out, back off of me, call them niggers and shit like that. And then when you call them racist, like, I can't be racist, I'm gay. That, that right. That's apples to oranges right there. That's an apples to oranges comments. That's a false equivalency statement. I can't be yep. racist because I'm gay. I'm like, yeah, you can. Like, like gay I'm is oppressed not, too. Gay is, not a, <laughs> gay is not a race. That's a sexual orientation, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Chilla the Castro can say that calling someone racist is the new N-word, they can say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because oh, apparently, <laughs> all bets are off. The rules are gone. You know? Might as well, might as well whip your dick out at Walmart. Yeah, right. so <laughs> so it's just like when I saw that video, I'm like, this is absolutely what Dave Chappelle was talking about. Yeah, it was like yeah. here here are these black women trying to have a night out, and and instead of being harassed by heterosexual men, they're actually being harassed by gay men and made to feel uncomfortable and unsafe. Yeah, right. you know, so like the just because you're in in one particular group of oppression doesn't mean you can't be an oppressor yeah that's true. right exactly exactly that's true i mean women 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 are, my, are a minority in the united states but they make up more than 50 percent of the population and that's because we Which subjugate is weird. Women. Then they're not a minority they're no right. no no, no. That's, that's it's, it's, it's it's the it's it's the subjugation the subjugation that makes them a minority not population <laughs> right but, but that's what that's something we should stop saying because minority means you don't have the numbers you should say an oppressed community because they have right. the numbers and, and, and that's what i meant by you know when, when i made the comment though that you know that's weird because you know they make up half the population and, and you know if if that's true then you know how are they labeled a minority you know what i mean um so. access to power no, no, no. no. I, I, I get it. I, but, but, you know, that was, that's what I meant simply. Well, by... I mean, the problem is we, <clears throat> we've, we've misconstrued the meaning of what minority means in this country. Right. Right. So, right. According, I, I according, <laughs> so according to sociologists, women are considered a minority group because they do not share the same power, privileges, rights, and opportunities as men. Yeah. And so being a minority has nothing to do with those things that is literally you don't have the numbers right in a, in a we're in a, a, a what do you call that uh, the majority rule country right so yeah you would think <laughs> <laughs> i mean 45 did come into power yeah i'm just saying That's true. Uh, i feel you i feel you and others and others right but and others in, in general george bush the the laws that get the most votes get past the the uh elected officials who get the most votes when that's the basis of everything right right um so your minority status just means that you don't you're not as many as the larger group so but if we, i made that if i we, made that if, if i may digress for a second right that the presidency is the only office in the entire country that is elected by an electoral college and the electoral college obviously was created by the South, was was a concession uh, to the South, uh, so that they would join in order for the revolution to to be able to happen and us have you know America and America, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
However, it is the thing that keeps, you know, the racists in power. Uh, and right. this whole thing about how, you know, uh, states with the lower population wouldn't have any power. Motherfuckers, quit being stupid. You have power. It's called the Senate and the House of Representatives. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We've talked about this before in the previous yes, episode. We have. If it, yes, we have. Uh, yeah. Hey, Joe's continue. <laughs> um, <clears throat> made me forget where I left off. Um, uh, where did I leave off? Uh, I don't know. I was I was too busy thinking in my own head to pay attention. Damn. Yeah, my ADHD kicked uh, too, so yeah, <laughs> can't help you. Oh, oh, I was I was talking about the minority status. Oh, that's so right. Right. It, it, it's not minority. It's about oppression. So, like with women, they were oppressed. They had laws that were against them that didn't allow them to vote, own property, so forth and so on. Most mm-hmm. of those laws have been removed from the books but then there's still like uh workplace discrimination and things of that sort <gasps> yeah so there's still, there's still a lot of social then, social sociological oppression yeah and then and then a lot of women um buy into it so uh we we, we, we label that this patriarchy right and some yep. women believe in patriarchy and some don't so they're kind of a split on on that angle <laughs> So, which, which, you know, works against their interests in some degree, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I was listening to Kevin Samuels the other day, um, which uh, he's, he's becoming more problematic <laughs> the more it goes on. But he, he's basically a believer that uh, a woman's place is to help a man. Okay. Or, or to assist a man. Right. In other words, in other words, a woman a woman is a tool. She's not an actual human being or a person. Yeah, to some degree, I, I would I wouldn't take it that far. But where he where he's stating is, if you're going to be Oprah, right, going to pursue mm-hmm. some grand goal of your own, you're not going to have a husband or kids, and that doesn't benefit you because you want a husband and a kid. Hold and, up. And hold I'm only up, talking heterosexually. I'm not talking about gay folks. And, and hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It, Oprah's a billionaire, right? Yes. I, I I think, you know, not having a husband and kids and being a billionaire is beneficial. Well, I mean, <laughs> and we also established that she's white. <laughs> no, no. We established that she she's she's a queen. She's been drafted. White. She's been drafted. She's, she's a queen of white people. That's not right. necessarily that she's white. Um, yeah, she, she was drafted. She was drafted by the white community during the racial draft. We there you it. go. <laughs> um, well, you, and, and basically, like the women who call him are talking about why they don't have the relationships that they desire. You know, why? well, they're just setting they're just setting themselves up to get. Roasted. Of course, of course. Uh, you know, I wonder how many of them are actually real. Um, but clearly, he he's stating like, hey, if you want a relationship. And, and and I understand them to some degree, right? If both of you guys are career oriented, and a man has to be technically in the society based on how things are set up, um, <clears throat> you she can't because then you you're gonna miss out on the kids, um, you're gonna be competitive with your mate, and then that leads to other things, which usually ends with the. Uh, breaking up at some point or having a high tension uh, relationship well here's what i'm gonna say i 
uh, break up. Fuck it. Yeah, no, I, 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 Look, but I'm saying there's people, billions, there's billions and billions of people the on this planet. The odds okay, when are you're taking favorite. it too far. You're taking it too far. I'm only talking about his premise. Um, breaking up isn't the answer because under his theory, you're going to have this problem with every man that you run into, or right. any man of value you run into. Right. So. women need to get in line and you know build a home raise some kids and worry about your career afterwards going to college is just a means for you to find a good husband you know what i'm saying so that's one of the dumbest things i've ever heard but yeah that is but but people do that that. people people literally i people i I don't doubt i don't doubt that people do that i'm just saying it's one of the dumbest fucking rhetorics i've ever heard um but is it dumb if people actually do that shit? Like, I know women who go to college, um, they meet the guy they're going to marry. Hold on, hold on. They get out of school, they marry that nigga, and never go back to work again. That's that's different, though. So, right. So, like, to, that, to go to, that to has go to college. Path, that no. is a path way look, to, for let me a tell lot you, of look. people. To go to college with the singular purpose, not to go, of, not necessarily that singular well, purpose, but right, right, right. No, I, I get it. You but know, the thing is, like, it's it sounded that way initially. Like, you yes. know, for for him to say, you know, like go to they, they go to college to meet their husbands. Like, no, like well, I don't think anybody goes to fucking college to meet, you know, the, the, the their future partner. What, you know what, what I, mean? it, I think the way he poses it, it's like. This is what actually happens. Like when you look at data, this is a lot right. what happens, right? A lot of folks find the person they're going to marry while in college. Uh-huh. I did that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so although it wasn't a uh, stop working kind of relationship, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But that is kind of the pathway. So by the time you're 30, you're kind of married. So that's the traditional Thing. And if you look at data in the past, a lot of women went that route. Like uh-huh. if you want to get married and have kids and you went to college, um, you're probably gonna, you know, find your dude somewhere like in college or right after college. And then by the time you're 30, you're pregnant and not working ever again. Right. Yeah. And you're just taking care of the home. So mm-hmm. he's basically going around and telling people or women that this this is th- their move uh this is the you can work but your work shouldn't be the primary thing like your your guys work should be the bread and butter and your shit is just a little extra to keep you busy so like yeah if you should ask you should ask the japanese how that's fucking working out for them oh no I, i'm not saying i agree <laughs> with them i totally don't uh but these are the things that he's pumping and there's right. women who believe it. And that's what keeps them in, in some way disbalanced in the power well, section. Well, you, you know, know what? Well, you know what? Because my question... You know what on. I say? Fuck those confused bitches. So, so, <laughs> um, so that's, that's where I, I question him because I'm like, you have Oprah who's a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's her path. She, she had enough gusto and intelligence to become a billionaire right yeah right if she was your daughter your daughter had her capacity why would you say don't be that because so mind you 
um, Oprah's man ain't a billionaire. He's a multimillionaire, but he's not a billionaire, right? right? So he's a good earner. So I'm like, if Oprah was your child, you would tell her, don't be that successful. Just help that dude become the yeah. billionaire. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm well, saying? They'd call, well, they'd call him a simp anyway. So, you know, because he's Oprah. not a real man. Oprah, we love you. And we need sponsors. <laughs> um, you know, uh, like, well, that's why um, I like I like Dante Nero because he he kind of explained like no matter what kind of power your woman has, um, you have the ability to put down your dominance so that that relationship still has its balance, right? So no matter how much money you make, you still need me to make you feel a certain way or to keep you protected or, or, or something, right? You're still delivering something that keeps that male-female balance thing going on. So like the money doesn't override. But I actually know a couple that um, once, once the wife started having children, she worked in banking or finance or something like that, right? And she, she personally know, started seeing that she was, because of how she had to compete at work, with men she was bringing this masculine energy into her home and it was conflicting with her husband and then once she decided to have kids she quit working and then had like one kid and then a set of twins i think um you know what i'm saying but that in her own mind and she, this is a white woman she's like yeah i'm getting too masculine i'm gonna quit my job yeah you see what i'm saying <laughs> so like that shit exists and, and she went from like, <laughs> I'm sure it does. I probably make more money than my husband and <laughs> I can have this really highfalutin career, but the attitude and the, and the power dynamics involved in my work um, puts me in conflict with my husband. So when I come home, it's like, why don't you make as much money as me? I pay more of the money. Uh, you should be doing what I say kind of do. You know, the, those, there's a, a role reversal. Um, and mm-hmm. the person who pays the most bills want to be the authoritarian of the situation. Right. Um, so those dynamics do exist and society hasn't really talked about how we balance that out. And I think we're in the process of trying to figure that shit out. Um, but that's, that's kind of reason why women don't have the, the power that they should because they're not unified in that particular area. I'm done. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, you know. But they're um, definitely not minorities. And I, I hate the, the fact of people claiming minority status <laughs> or using right. the term minority. Like, I don't even like using the term minority. Unless we're talking about political numbers, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear the word minority because we're only a minority within this particular country now when, you, when you're talking about race because globally white people are the minority now i think that um what homeboy said earlier is correct in that it's not so much the numbers uh it's it's the subjugation or it's the oppression you know so i think uh to label women as minorities you know is a bit of a it's a, it's it's a misnomer a, it's, it's a, a misnomer a mis- it's a misnomer Yes, but in terms of using the word minority as a means of talking about actual power that they hold, they are a minority in that regard. Not in numbers, right. 
right. in numbers, but I feel you. In power, in in the amount of power that they that they hold, yes, they are a minority. I, I mean, mean they, you, they hold they hold they probably hold more power, or just as much as the gay community. Because, no, yeah, I mean, like, no. Because, no. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> there, there are probably more women than they are gay people, and those white women have access to the same white power. <laughs> uh, right. From the white women side of the game, they yeah. have access to money and white power just as much as the gay community does. They're just not organized and structured in the same way as the gay community. Um, maybe. <laughs> not maybe, actually. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not they're, they're, part they're of rich, either community. So they're ri- they're rich. Although rich I support white, them, they're rich I'm, white women. They're like, rich just, white women. I'm from just gonna rich stay. Family. I'm just gonna stay quiet because you killed my joke. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna mourn the death of my joke. Nigga, learn how to deliver better. <laughs> I know who killed it. I would have, I would have delivered it if you hadn't interrupted me. But you can't, you can't, you can't be stepping on me when I'm in mid thought. <laughs> yes, I can. No, <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I know, and I wish you'd stop. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> go ahead. You know what? Um, let, let's let's go boondock scenes. Continue the joke. <laughs> continue the joke oh man <laughs> just don't, don't say even... anything racist because it's what even... happens in the, in, the, in the fucking movie oh yeah so. no i don't i don't i don't i, I don't remember the setup i remember I, I don't remember the setup there's something about the gays having power and the women or the women having power and i was gonna say like well women have have a kind of power it's called pussy power <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah uh yeah, oh, that's anyway. right. When Hey Jones I mean, says, that, like, oh, yeah, Hey Jones, hey Jones and, and actually said, that's... yeah, Hey Jones actually said, like, yeah, women have power, and I was gonna be like, yeah, pussy power. <laughs> <laughs> that was a setup. Um, that was a setup. Yeah, but but that's that is true. I mean, that's how um, patriarchy works for women in a certain degree. Right. You know, like if you could stay at home and marry a rich dude, and then kind of wield his power from behind the veil. That's a form of power. And so oh, man, that, that that reminds like that me of arms the depend- dealer intended. That reminds me of the yep. dependopotamuses. <laughs> you know, dependopotamuses. yeah. The dependopotamus. The dependopotamus is um is a woman who's married to a, a, a high ranking service member, and whenever they go on to the base, they feel like they hold the same rank as mm. their husbands right so they're like do you know who my husband is he's a captain so that makes yeah. me a captain and i'm like, like bitch <laughs> this well, i saw this one post uh where a long time ago where the dependopotamus uh went on facebook on rent uh to say that you know i'm married to an officer or whatever he was yeah and she said the the gate guard who checked my id didn't salute me afterwards the nerve oh people. boy <laughs> like, yeah like you like, it's not you that there's like it's you're not the officer yeah dumbass <laughs> yeah yeah no you're not the officer bitch not, yeah. not the officer but the reason why they're called dependentotomous uh, is because uh their dependents of uh like homeboy said usually high-ranking individuals in a base or you know in some military installation and they're usually overweight built like hippos that's right yeah uh, as big if as they are round, or as if, tall as if, they are round. 
if you're not if you're not a rotund dependapotamus, you're just a dependa. You know, this I I, I got called that at some point <laughs> because you know I was a I'm a de- I was dependent a, a dependo. Dependa. I was, I was a, <laughs> dependa dependo. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was a military uh, spouse dependent. Yep, I've been there. Um, I've been a dependent for a while. Too. Yeah, twice. But <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't uh, right. Right, two times. Two uh, times. But I wasn't. I wasn't well upholstered. I wasn't rotund. I yeah. wasn't. You know, I I I <laughs> I, I set uh, for myself a caloric ceiling every day. Right. So you know, you were- I wasn't walking around like you know I had a blood type of. Uh, chocolate cake you weren't you weren't uh you weren't properly uh uh oh man um you said upholstered and yeah i, uh, I like i like well upholstered yeah yeah oh you weren't you weren't prop you weren't properly insulated enough to be right. uh, a dependo dependopotamus that's that. right but i was called a dependo i'm like bitch i make my own money <laughs> right <laughs> like do you see me over here in your right. bar drinking with my own money, you're exactly. welcome. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the dependa, the dependa doesn't doesn't work. I mean, it's right. completely living off of, off of the military spouse. And yeah. there is, there are women out there who specifically search out uh, young, uh, enlisted, fresh out of boot camp booters to marry mm-hmm. so that they can get that BAH check. Yep. Yep. And and you know more than likely subsequently divorce them so they can get that you know that child support and alimony yep. money yep. you know there's a lot of sailors that you know in their youth right did you know fell for the dependent trap and uh it, and these guys were like first classes and chiefs and like man this bitch is gonna get half of my retirement now and i'm like man yo that's look that's fucked up. dude I, I i was even i was even a witness to a civil union of a service member yeah and uh well she yeah she was in she was in the navy and uh the dude um isn't wasn't like flew yeah. in from new york but flew in from new york to go get married in vegas and flew right back the same day so he could get the benefits yeah and i know because like i said i was in uh uh, I was in. I was. The, I was the witness to that civil union, and I fucked her afterwards, yeah. and before, and before too. You know, so Jody. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I knew about the whole you know thing uh, going into it. You know, yeah, because you know, we were, I guess, quote unquote, dating. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, we went to. Uh, we, we made plans to go to. Uh, uh, we were. I was living. In, we were living in San Diego at the time, so we drove up to Vegas uh, for the weekend um uh you know she got she got married she got married left, yeah and you and you and you laid down some pipe like fucked her before the ceremony you know became a witness and fucked her afterwards <laughs> it was great that should be that should that should be a fucking medal <laughs> make it so oh man that should be a fucking medal i gotta remember <laughs> where i put my list <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so the, whole, yeah. the hoary matrimony uh, medal Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call it i'll call it exactly that hoary matrimony metal the hoary matrimony there you go nice leave it to hate jones come up with shit you know what i mean i'm so, a well of ideas my friend a well of ideas <laughs> but yeah like that sh- that shit does happen 
you know um you've i mean i i not only did i see it firsthand but you know like you hear stories uh shit i mean when i was when i was going through a school um you know a bunch of the people in my schoolhouse did the same shit you know uh i mean to give them to get some of them credit you know they got married to their girlfriends uh uh, but there, there were a few who, you know, met some random stripper or some random, random fucking bartender at a local bar. And, you know, a month later, they're married, throwing rice, you know, here comes yeah. fucking, you know, all that shit. Well, that's because living in the barracks fucking sucks, man. Living on a ship fucking right. sucks. I'm not, I'm not saying, <laughs> I, you know, they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. Like, like they, get, they get desperate, the wanting to get off the ship, man, and just get married. Look. You can't live off the ship unless you're married. You have to. You have to ask permission. They have to grant you permission, and it, it has to be. Uh, um, there has to be, uh, I guess, for the lack of a better term, extenuating circumstances. Like yeah. they don't have enough uh, room in the barracks, for example, or yeah. you know, like shit like that. Um, you have to have, uh, at least on our on our command, you had to be um, in order for you to get BAH. You have to be uh, a certain rank, uh, have, certain have, rank been yeah. in, have been in a, a certain number of years yeah. and shown that you're responsible enough to be able to live on your own, Pretty ab- much. absent a- a- out from underneath Uncle Sam's thumb. Pretty much. So, but, you know, it's basically like, you know, you're trying to move out from your daddy's house, except it's Uncle Sam this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, so. by the way, which, by the way, I got to tell you, you know what? Ain't nothing wrong with living in the barracks. I mean, sure, it's kind of like living with your parents, but it ain't living with your parents. That's true. Um, what about privacy, access to pussy, um, or a place that's to why, fuck? That's why um, God invented hotels. Nigga, I don't want to have to pay to fuck. No, no, no. So I mean, Bad there enough, are I ways. gotta buy buy a chick a drink. There and take so, her on a day. Now I gotta buy a room. And you could you could fuck at her place. Look, so, you, my, man, these chicks my, don't got places. This is the whole point of this conversation. But hold on. So they're minorities, remember? <laughs> They ain't got no power. Look, check this out. So, um, to my eternal uh, shame, I, I I I never brought a girl onto the ship and, and fucked her on the ship. Uh, you know, I should have done I'm, that. I'm disappointed in you. I know, me too. Like, I, no, no one's more disappointed in me than me. All right, but um, there are ways to circumvent the whole barracks situation. Um, and so, you know uh i've done it before um i think i've been out long enough to be able to say yep i did that shit and not get in trouble so um yeah there there are ways to circumvent you know uh, uh, the the difficulties of bringing a girl into your barracks room if Um, uh if you're active duty military and you're living in the barracks go ahead and let us know in the comment section that you want chino's advice on how to circumvent (laughs) the barracks situation because he actually lived on a u.s naval destroyer and circumventing that situation is far more complicated yes circumventing the barracks situation so yeah yeah, go ahead and let us know in the leave your questions in the comment section chino chino will advise absolutely i mean look i would have to do some mission impossible shit to pull that shit off on the ship but i guarantee you if i tried hard enough i probably could have pulled it off because I'll, well, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you i'll tell you from 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 uh from experience that uh to pull it off on a naval destroyer you need access to secure spaces 
because uh, right. those access to secure spaces really helps out. Right. I mean, look, I didn't have, I didn't exactly have a secure space, you know, but I did have a space where only a limited number of people had access to it. it you know, it, it wasn't, you know, a secure space like, like you would think, you know, like, uh, you know, they say in the Navy where, you know, uh, you had to have some sort of fucking clear. It, I, I, I had, I had a space where I had a key and I think only two other people had a key too, you know? So, um, I will, you know, like I said, if I tried hard enough, I could have pulled that shit off. Yeah. But unfortunately, I didn't, much to my chagrin and eternal shame. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, like, like, like Homeboy said, um, I'm, I'm willing to give advice to, uh, to you youngins out there. If yeah. you need it. <laughs> exactly I'm old. exactly yeah and, and if you and if you're out there thinking like man that's some dirtbag shit to do listen listen i got an honorable discharge from the united states military and they gave me an re4 code saying do not enlist this motherfucker so you know let let, let that sink in <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you explain to the kids what an re4 is an re4 code is essentially something that they tell you they that all the only people most i think the only people that really get re4 codes are uh people who probably get medically discharged and it's like man this dude is so medically gone that we just should not re-enlist this motherfucker right he can Uh, fight no more that's right you uh you you got a dishonorable discharge because you went you got a trial right? You went to trial, uh, you went and got a court martial, you're probably going to get an RA4 code. And if you pop, if you pop, if you tested positive for drugs, or if you're an alcoholic, and you failed treatment and all that shit, they'll probably discharge you with an RA4 code. And that means do not enlist this motherfucker. And that means (laughs) Navy, Army, Air Force, Marine Corps, you know, that, that all of them are like, that code says, do not give this motherfucker a job. You cut off. You That's cut right. off in the black handles. That's right. So yeah. I got, so I, all. You, so your attempt to get back in was 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 a waste of time to begin with. Uh no, uh, there's a waiver for it. Uh, because I got an honorable discharge, they actually considered me. Uh, the Navy uh, said, "Yeah, sure, we'll let you in." And then I went through the whole process. Had the old man look at my butthole. Uh, they took blood for me. I did the fucking duck walk and, you know, uh, had, had an old man grab my balls and make me cough. Right. Uh-huh. I did all of that shit. Uh, but uh, I couldn't finish the process. And then by the time I got uh, I was able to finish the process, they were like, you know what? You just got too old. Uh, we can't let you in. <laughs> so they're like the Navy was like, you could be a yeah. dirtbag, but you can't be old. You, uh, you're, yeah. you're three, you're three, you're three months too old to join. Yes. This crew. That yeah. that you know what it's it's that accurate. If you would have finished this test two weeks ago, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do remember having multiple conversations about this with you, like checking the status and all that shit, right? And didn't weren't they the ones that dropped the ball? Like, didn't they? Weren't no, they the ones the reason no, for it was, it was the delay? My fault. It was my fault. Uh, all I had left to do, <laughs> all I had left to do, was sign my security clearance paperwork. Uh, mm-hmm. get fingerprinted and um, and there was one other thing 
So it was. Oh your yeah, no. <laughs> it was my fault. It was my fault because I couldn't. Because if I'd have gotten it done at MEPS that day, I would have been. I would be in the Navy right now. Um, right on. But yeah, yeah. So I got all that done, and then I tried the Army because you know they'll enlist. They'll they'll take anybody. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but they told me, listen, bro, uh, you can either be old or you can be a dirt bag. Can be, can't be both. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have been like, yo, I see who you enlist. How the fuck can you make that rule? But you know what? I'm going to go smoke me some weed. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> yeah. It's a, there's a silver lining, you know, like, oh, I can't get into the army. Can't join the Navy. All right. Pass that bone, son. That's right. Me that That's right. <laughs> Give me that method. You know. Um, so speaking of paperwork and processes, um, I am now completely legal to drive after many years of having my license um, being expired. Oh, about to say, like, what happened? You, uh, did you hit somebody? No, I, I never got manslaughter. My, I never yeah, got my. Yeah, did you, Caitlin, did you, Caitlin Jenner, someone on PCH? <laughs> no, nah. no, like um, <laughs> a few years back, I moved, and we put in a change of address orders and all other shit, and yeah. my renewal papers never showed up at my house because you're black, and <laughs> and my and my cousin, it's probably true. And my cousin moved into my old apartment. So if it came there, he would have got it and told me like, hey, I got some mail for you. Never did. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. Because they racist. So I, so I didn't know that that my, my license was expired for years. Yeah. Right. Wait, and how do you not know? I mean, it says so right there in the driver's license. How often do I look at that motherfucker? That's for bouncers. I don't look at the shit. I know what's on there, technically. You know? I mean... I'm not gonna. Yeah, right. Okay. I get, See, that's what happens. There. That's what happens when. That's what happens when you're no longer living the single life. Hate Jones. See, you can't have a bouncer tell you like, "Hey, man, your shit's expired." So this could have been prevented. Bouncer would have been the homie and let you know right then and there. Right. Son. Yeah. This could. This whole problem could have been prevented uh, if you stayed single. That's right. Or, you know, just gone out clubbing. I mean, shit. But I know we were in a pandemic. I we're get in it. a pandemic. I get it. We're in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're in a pandemic. So it's I. Oh, but he it's said. I, I forgive you. <laughs> he said it expired. Wait, wait. Did, did you not say it expired like a long time ago? Or for, you, you've, you haven't been legal to drive for years? Yeah. It, it, it expired, I think, maybe like in 2017 or 18. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Well, what well, the there hell? you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bro. Wait a minute. Pandemic happened, what, two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. The fuck? <laughs> I, just, I never I never look at my license. <laughs> like that's just bone idleness. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like I don't me. even one one, I never look at my license. Two, I've never been carded seriously. Even when I was a child. It's because you're big. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like, like that that scene in Bad Boys Two when you know that that dude uh, that kid tries to take oh, out yeah, uh, Martin right. Lawrence's daughter like man you look dirty <laughs> yeah <laughs> fifteen Mister Burnett <laughs> you look dirty like you're at least dirty I don't know like excuse me because I'm I'm eating I generally don't have uh, a need to actually look at my fucking ID like how often do you look at your social security card you know the fucking number. Uh, well, yeah. you know, quite recently, I've had to look at it for like a long ass time because, you know, I was trying to enlist in the military again. So, you know, 
You, yeah. Did what? you look at it or did you just hand it to him and let him scan it and then put it back in your pocket? Uh, I kind of looked at it. You know, I got distracted a little by like, oh, is that my signature? Shit, I better make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I will say, to, to renew my shit, they didn't even make me retest, which was awesome, because that was my fear. I'm like, if I go through and fucking take a fucking test and do the driver's test and all this shit, I'm just going to stay dirty. <laughs> They're like, just right. give, just give me some ID, uh huh, so I can get my gun on. Yeah, and I, I I'll just, <laughs> I'll just ride dirty for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's funny. You see, folks, you see, folks, we're all a bunch of fucking dirt bags here. <laughs> so go ahead, uh, buy some merch uh, at the store if you, if you purchase. For every one of your purchases, we donate a dollar to Hope for the Warriors which is a nonprofit organization that helps out veterans and active duty uh, military members. Um, and if you spend more than 100, 100 bills, you get a free gift. Uh, you get some exclusive shit that you can't get, you can't buy. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to this bitch, as a matter of fact. Shit, if you haven't done it. And tell your homies, you know, if we get 100 subscribers... Uh, we're giving everybody a discount, all right? So uh, let's uh, let's 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 call it a day for now, and we're gonna go record uh, for for Turnstile Thursdays or Wicked Wednesday or you know whatever day of the week my ass feels like fucking posting that shit. <laughs> right. Manic Mondays. Oh, oh wait a minute, I did have Saturdays. I, I did have some some input. So it seems like at the DMV now. You have to do part of your registration online and then go in to finish it. I was literally in the DMV for under 30 minutes. Oh, shit. Well, that's progress of a kind, I'll say. That like, is progress. I'm like, I don't know if, it, and I went at the end of the day. I went like at four o'clock, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I overslept. Uh, <laughs> like when I walked up, there's two lines there's one for appointments one for um, no appointments. There are five people or four to five people in each line, including myself. So I get in the no appointment line. Um, mm -hmm. Within three minutes, I'm the next person in line, hand the lady at the door who has a computer outside because it's still COVID protocol. <clears throat> she processes up my work. Give me my paper, give me a number, say, go inside. Go inside. There's tons of empty seats. Wait for my number. I'm like, for, for my number, I'm like the third number in a row. So I'm like, they're on 71, my number 73. In <laughs> less than 10 minutes, I'm at the window. I paid the man the money, give him my fingerprint scan, go over and take a picture. Less than five minutes, picture's taken, I'm out the door, back in my car. Wow. Thank, fucking ridiculous. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least yeah. something good happened from this. Yeah, no, you know what? There's a lot of good shit that happened because of the pandemic. All right, a lot of shit, but we'll discuss that on like another what? day. All right, okay, okay, all right, <laughs> all right. All right, sounds good. All right, until next time, homies. Peace and konnichiwa, bitches. And don't forget to wipe that dirty ass of yours. <laughs> Listen what I say
The captain is a tyrant and I no longer obey. I'm sick of taking orders from the madman in command. So let's drop him on an island and leave him in the sand, cause it's a mutiny. 